peace, man. What's up, man? It's Crown Soto here back with another episode. Um, as usual, man, I want to thank my supporters. If you listen to this podcast now, you might be listening to Apple Music for all my day one supporters. I just figured out how to put this on Apple Podcasts. So now we're available on three different platforms. That's Spotify, Anchor, and now <clears throat> Apple Podcasts. So y'all make sure y'all tune in, like, share, comment, man. Give me feedback. And uh, let me know what y'all think. Well, this podcast um, is about your status, knowing your sex status, like your, your, your STD status. There we go. Um, so yesterday, I, uh, I got my, my results back for my STDs. I was tested for everything. Herpes, gonorrhea, chlamydia, syphilis. AIDS, HIV, <laughs> um, and I posted them on my social media, you know, and uh, I don't want to say I got negative backlash, but I definitely got a lot of comments in my inbox, you know, and the primary question, like, was why did you post that? And um, my answer was the same to everybody, like, why would I not post this? Like, I'm clean. I don't have any STDs. And um, I want to bring awareness to this subject, which is why I posted them henceforth, why I'm doing this podcast um, on this topic. Because in the black and brown community, we don't get tested enough. A lot of people don't even know their status. And you're supposed to get tested every three to six months or when you change partners. Um, and people don't do that. You know, a lot of people just feel like, well, I know my body. I know if I have something or whatever, whatever, or I'm not dirty. I know who I'm having sex with or I use condoms or whatever the case may be. And in actuality, like, unless you go get tested, you don't know. And again, you're supposed to get tested frequently every three to six months or every time you change a partner. Um, I kind of slacked on me getting tested periodically. The last time prior to this that I got tested was back in December of last year. Um, And really what prompted me to get tested uh, outside of the fact that I had, you know, had a a new partner since December, Um, but just the, the prevalence of you know, all these STDs going around and now with this monkeypox thing going on, I just want to be as healthy as I can be. And if there is something wrong, I would want to know sooner than later. I would want to know immediately so that whatever I needed to do to, you know, rectify that situation, I could do so. Um, so, yeah. So, um, but like I said, a lot of people were like, Wow, like, why would, you you know, a lot of people were, like, amazed and confused as to why I would do that. And it's just like, again, bro, why would you, why would you not? Like, that's that's important. Like, you don't, you know, that's your, that's your health. Like, you know, you don't, you don't play with that. You don't play with that. I get regular physicals and checkups and whatnot as well. Because you, you know, as an adult, you should. I mean, you do it as a kid because... You can't, obviously as a kid, you can't go make an appointment, but it's to, it's to make sure that, you know, your body is 
in shape and, you know, you're up to par with what you need to be doing. And again, you're not a doctor. Even if you are a doctor, they tell you not to self-diagnose yourself. Um, so, by the way, if you are a doctor and you're listening to this, shout out to you. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah, in all seriousness, in all seriousness, you need to get tested. You need to know your status. Because, unfortunately, all too often I've heard stories of people being infected with one STD or STI. And, you know, usually the story they get or the story that I'm given, you know, is that they didn't know. And they didn't know because their partner didn't know their status. And that's a problem. I mean, I'm not, I'm not telling you to, you know, go out and make people produce, you know, their, you know, their STD status paperwork. I mean, that would be nice. I know when I was in middle school and high school, you know, they suggested very frequently that if you, if we were having sex or when we did start having sex, to get into the practice of asking our partners to, you know, produce their paperwork or to go get tested together. You know, make that, make that a thing. Make that a thing. Yeah, let's, let's go get tested. I mean, if you don't got nothing to hide, I mean, I would, I would be turned on and, and feel even more attracted to a woman if she suggested we do something like that. Because it would let me know she was not only serious about her health, but she was serious about mine as well. And that's that's amazing. That's that that that's a deeper sense of love. That's a deeper sense of admiration and dedication and commitment. Get what I'm saying? And y'all could you know make that a thing where it's like okay, every six months we go and get we go and get tested together just to be sure. Because you again you can't be sure. Of- Till you get tested. Once you get tested and once you know, then boom. Then you'll know. And and you know, and get being given a clean bill of health is not a pass to go out there and and live recklessly and and start having sex all willy-nilly with this partner and that partner and you know having a dangerous sex pattern but it it is a good feeling that was amazing to go get those results yesterday and for them to tell me you know everything's negative that was amazing like yes okay um so yeah uh, i just wanted to start off by saying that by by again I cannot stress enough the importance of knowing your status, knowing that you're clean, knowing that you take your health serious and you take your partner or your partners serious. You know, you take their health serious. Um, So please, if you haven't, gotten tested yet please go do that please go do that please because I tell you it is a 
it is a relief and it's like I said it's an amazing feeling afterwards you know whether if you if you if you have something or not it's a relief if you don't have nothing then that's amazing that's awesome and if you do then you know at least you know and you know what avenue to take after that you know what to do you know how to conduct yourself and maneuver and if you should inform and whoever it is that you were you know involved in whoever you were you were active with um so moving along so this past weekend uh last friday i left connecticut for those of you that have me on social media i'm sure you guys saw that i went to north carolina i went down there for the weekend for the weekend me and my friend decided to drive down there and um you know, see the site. She had she had some family down there, and I also have family down there. Um, at one point, I was thinking of living there as an adult, and actually, it's something that I'm in in honesty. After going down there and being down there for that weekend and, and experiencing the city as an adult, is something that I definitely want to do something that I definitely I want to explore that option because there's so many options out there I was in the city of Charlotte it was beautiful down there shout out to Charlotte for being such a fucking beautiful city and the people out there you know shout out my peoples out there shout out the murders man big 240 GGL you know if you know you know <laughs> um, I thank y'all for y'all hospitality out there um, but it was it was amazing, you know. That's the that was the first time I had been that you know down there in years since I was a, a teenager. And it was a it was a good it was a good feel. It was a good vibe. It was awesome to be out of Connecticut and not have to deal with certain stresses. It was amazing to see the people. I seen a few people that are originally from. Connecticut that live down there now and it was amazing to see them and see how they're operating and how they're living and progressing down there. Um, and it was good to meet new people. I, I met some new people out there. I met some, I made some connections and it was just all, all around overall. It was a, it was a beautiful vibe. Uh, we stopped where do we stop at? We stopped on the way down there. We stopped in Virginia, stopped in Delaware. We stopped in Pennsylvania, and we stopped in those same places on the way back. Um, it was like I said. I just I had fun. I definitely had fun. I definitely enjoyed myself. I definitely plan to go back very soon. Hopefully, God willing, before the end of this year. I will be back in Charlotte. I will be back in North Carolina enjoying that. And it wasn't too hot. It was not too hot. You know, a lot of people, you know, they don't like the heat. They say it's, it's too hot there. But it wasn't, 
It wasn't too hot. I mean, you definitely knew that you were in the South, but it wasn't like overly, overbearingly hot. But I'm, I'm pretty sure that had to do with the time that I went down there too. I mean, it's the it's mid-August, so it's a bit cooler. I know up here in Connecticut, where I live and where I'm from, it's getting a bit cooler. You know, those, those mornings are a bit crisp, bit more crisp now when you walk outside. You know, you need a jacket in the morning. At this time of night, uh, you need a need a, a little jacket or a little sweater. Um, but it still, it still was, it still was lovely down there. Definitely plan to go back. Um, I am currently working on a new song for those of you who follow my music. Uh, I have one single out right now called No Days Off. It's my great friend Scotty Grigio featuring myself, Crown Soto. It's available everywhere on uh, Spotify, on Apple Music. It's on YouTube. Uh, it's on Amazon Music as well. Um, it's called No Days Off. And last night we were in the studio. We made this really great song. Haven't named it. Oh, actually, we do have a name. It's called Samantha's Interlude. And it was, uh, it's inspired by my friend, Samantha, who is an amazing singer. I hope to get her on a song soon. She, uh, she had sent me a voice note just voicing her displeasure for a friend who wasn't really acting like a friend who was, you know, trying to make her feel bad for not responding to her text messages as fast as she would like. And uh, she was her voice note in the voice note. She was explaining why she felt that way, like why how she responded to, you know, her friend saying what she said and um, why it was that she wasn't always able to respond, which is really, she's a mom, you know? She's a mama for, um, shout out to all the single mothers that do their thing every single day. Also, shout out to the fathers that actually do their job. I'm one of them, but shout out to the other fathers that do their job because just as much as a mother's job is never, is never done, neither is a father's job. Um, so shout out to the fathers that are actually fathers that actually do their job. Um, but she was just expressing that and she said, like, um, you know, like she doesn't have time to text and some people just don't understand. But I, I, I was listening to the voice note while I was at the mic and I wasn't aware that Scotty had pressed record right when I pressed play on her voice note. So it picked the, the microphone naturally picked up her voice note and it sounded so it meshed so well with the beat and the intro and it was like it was a perfect sample so i i hurried up i I ran downstairs and i called her and i asked her for the clearance i'm like can you please use your voice on the song it sounds so amazing and uh i made a video of the beginning of the song i made a, a snap and i sent it to her She's like, oh, my God, it sounds so good. So she's like, hell, yeah, you can use it. Like, 
And then I did my verse and I, I sent it to her. And she was like, oh, my God, it sounds so good. So I'm so happy about that. Um, again, thank you so much, Samantha. Uh, that's just another example of, of, of turning a bad experience into a good experience, you know, turning something that is displeasurable into something, you know, a learning experience, you know, and being creative. If you're a creator, you know how that goes. You can turn anything into a creative session, any situation or any little piece of anything. You can use it in the right way to create something beautiful. And um, yeah, we did that. We got a, uh, another song that we did. Uh, last Thursday, right before I left to go to North Carolina, it's called Trap House Blues, and I that's my favorite song right now. It's my favorite song right now. I don't care who's on the top 10 billboard. I don't care who is trending or any of that, who has the most views right now. I'm telling you guys right now, if you're listening to this, I haven't dropped it yet. I'm waiting for it to be like mix and masters just a little bit more because there's a few more things that I want tweaked. Because I'm telling y'all, when I drop this song, it's going to blow y'all mind. For those of y'all who heard it already, y'all know exactly what I'm talking about. As soon as the beat come on, it's like, yeah, this is one of those. This is one of those. Um... So yeah, y'all make sure y'all look out for it, man. Even from the from the from the from the first line, um, from the from the first line when I come up there, it's like first things first. I've never been a second option. Loyalty is a must, but you know everybody don't got it. Like that shit, it, 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 that song really came from my soul. Like anything that I create, really, like whether it's a, a poem. Whether it's a short story, whether it's a song, even these podcasts, um, it comes from my, it comes from my soul. If I post it or I create it, it's something that I believe in. Um, it's something that I feel deeply and strongly about. Um, so, and, and it was, it was the song was really inspired by, by uh, a close family member who was also at one point a friend who threw some dirt on my name. That's why if you listen to the song uh, right after I said uh, Lord T.S. and Must, but you know everybody don't got it. Colder than the glacier. It get hotter than the tropics. If I say I love you then I love you. Nigga that made me locked in. Never would I let you be the topic of some gossip. If I hear somebody talking bad about you, but they taco like I would, if I say I love you, like, I really take that shit to heart. I don't, I do not use that word lightly. I do not use it in vain. Like, I really mean it from my soul, from the purest part of my soul. And this person uh, backstabbed me over the corniest thing in the world, over a female. Um, You know, he told her some not nice things about me, some very, some fucked up shit. He uh, manipulated the narrative. And um, it shit bothered me. It bothered me a lot. And for those of y'all who know about the situation, y'all know exactly what I was planning on doing and how that situation could have played out and how it might have played out 
if this was Soto five years ago, or maybe even last Soto might even last year might have might have did something completely different. But I decided to be productive and you know use that to create and use it to to, to create something beautiful out of an ugly situation and. And also it would just further, he just gave further credence to the ideology that um, you should never return energy. That's my personal belief. I'm not knocking or judging anybody that does do that. Um, but me personally, I am not a fan of returning energy. Um, I think it's corny. Think if somebody does some corny shit to you and you know it's corny and you do it back to them, you're worse than that person. Because you're acknowledging that they're being corny, but you're being corny in return. And it's just like, or some snake shit or whatever, like return the energy. But I'm personally a huge fan of removing energy. I will remove my energy so fast. Like, <laughs> it'll make your fucking head spin. I have no problem with Pulling back my energy, removing it. Cause I'm not gonna expend my energy on you to fucking get revenge. My revenge is knowing you don't got access to me no more, or reeling back your access to me. So you might only have me in one capacity, when you might have had me in five different capacities, or you might have you might not have me at all. I might dub everything. And for me, once you're a dub, you're a dub. It ain't no spinning a block. It ain't no trying to make amends. It's no uh, apologies. It's not none of that. And that's not me being bitter, holding on to it, or holding a grudge. It's just really a case in point of uh, uh, a fact. Like, you fucked up. You know what I'm saying? Because me, I'm, I'm not perfect. Not in the least bit. <laughs> y'all, those of y'all who know me, no, I am far from the easiest individual to deal with. Like, I definitely have my ways. I'm definitely stuck in my ways. One of my flaws and possibly toxic traits is that I want what I want when I want it. I don't want to wait. I, I hate being told no. Uh, I, I absolutely hate that. Um, so, but me knowing that, even though I hate waiting, I don't mind it. I don't mind being patient if I see that someone is making progress. If they're making an effort. Get what I'm saying? Like, if you're trying, I can't knock you for trying. I can't knock you for, you know, it's, it's not... What's the word? Like, it's not within my power or I'm not within my rights to tell you how fast you should be doing something. If you're making an effort, if you're making, like I said, if you're making an honest effort and you're really doing all that you have inside of you to change one particular thing or another or a group of things in any capacity, as, as my friend, as, as a business partner, as as my lover, as my partner, I'm going to respect that because shit don't happen overnight. I'm pretty sure you weren't that way overnight. You know, nobody wakes up one day and all of a sudden they have trust issues or 
they're an abuser, whether it's mentally, physically, emotionally. You don't wake up like that one day. It's a, it's a process. It is, it's a, a, you know, it's, it's, it's a journey. So the recovery and the, the, the healing process from that should be the same. Um, ironically, we talked about patience today in my group. Um, for those of you who may not know, I am a recovering alcoholic. Um, I've struggled with alcoholism really all my life, honestly. Honestly, I've, I've struggled with it my entire life. I absolutely despise. I don't, I take that back. I don't despise weed. It's just not for me. It's not something I generally like to partake in. Here and there, from time to time, I, I, I do smoke if the vibe is right or from with a group of people. Primarily, it's people that I trust or from just having a good time and it's there. And yeah, I might take a couple, might take a couple puffs, but I will, I will never be the person to call the bud me and, and go spend how much ever weed costs now for an ounce of weed or even an eighth or even a dime. Like, I, nah, nah, because I'm, a, I'm a, a very, very social smoker, but I say very, very meaning like, it really, like, I, again, it got to be the vibe. Like, it got to be there. Um, so... But I've always, I've always drank. I've always enjoyed drinking. And um, it wasn't always accessible to me. But, you know, once I, I got, I went to prison for the first time when I was 19. And so when I came out, I was 20. I was on probation. I couldn't, I couldn't smoke weed. So that probably, that probably is a a big part of the reason why I, I don't like smoking because I couldn't smoke for so long. Um, so I drank. They weren't testing me for alcohol. They were testing me for, you know, marijuana and all the other drugs. Um, so I drank and I, I drank and I drank and I drank and I drank and I, uh, like, I never... I never did the stigmatic things that an alcoholic does. Like, I never, never went outside and started a fight with anyone. I never, I never fucking, like, ended up broken homeless because of drinking. I never, like, stole money from someone to go get liquor. Um, but I definitely went broke behind liquor a lot. I definitely, I definitely uh, severed some relationships because of my drinking, because of how much I was drinking. It wasn't necessarily things that I said because I was drunk, but because people who loved and cared about me and were concerned for my health and my safety, they... Uh, you know, they, they, you know, they had their stuff to say. And me being me, again, I did not like that at all. Because I felt like I'm a grown-ass man. Fuck, I look like 
listening. You, you don't tell me what to do. I pay for my own liquor. I'm in control of myself. I'm not outside drinking and being obnoxious and belligerent. But I was spending a lot of money and I was engaging in, uh, you know, I would, I would drink heavily and then drive. And for those, again, those of you who know me, I'm always on the road. I'm always driving. I drive all around Connecticut. I'm not a truck driver or anything. I just really enjoy being outside, especially, like I said, I went to prison for the first time when I was 19. And subsequently, I would just it develop the pattern of back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. Um, I was just recently released last year, Octo- uh, not October, excuse me, August 31st of this year makes exactly one year I've been out of prison and um, relatively trouble-free. Um, but, yeah, like, I, 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 I had a real problem, and I decided um, to get serious about treatment. I had a situation a few months with a family member that wasn't even related to alcohol or drugs. It just was uh, a family member's partner had got out of line a few months earlier when I was in prison with that family member. And uh, I slapped him, you know, I slapped him. For those of you who, you know, if you know, you know about the situation, but I slapped him, police got called, put a warrant out for my arrest. I eventually got arrested, had to make bond. And uh, they suggested, you know, that I go do some anger management, go do some counseling. And while I was in the, while I was in the psyche valve, you know, when you, when you have to go into these programs, they give you a psyche, a psyche eval to see exactly what it is that you need and in what, uh, what order of priority that you needed in. And uh, that was something uh, that they felt that I needed because when they asked me how much did I drink, I was honest, and I told them I drink every day, <laughs> every fucking day. And they asked me why, and I said, "Why not? I enjoy it. I don't see. I, I didn't see a problem with it. Um, I was I was trying to ignore the problem. I wasn't trying to tackle the problem head on. Um, that was my coping thing. That was, you know, outside of." Writing poems and and uh, the few people that I could trust to talk to about my problems, that was my coping mechanism. You know, because you don't, I don't, how can I put it? No one is going to be there 24-7. No one is going to, because... And it's not to say that, you know, there aren't people out there who care about me or there aren't people that are concerned with me. But in all fairness, everyone has their own stuff going on. We're all adults. We're all adults. So uh, when I couldn't get to a person or, you know, when I didn't 
when I was embarrassed about the situation or, or, or when I just didn't want to talk about it, I drank. I drank and again, we adults. So it's always something, it's always a stressor in life. It's always something to stress about. And I always found a reason to drink. But I'm, I'm happy to, you know, tell you guys that I'm, I'm almost completely clean and sober. And I say almost because since I've started my journey, I haven't. At first, I started, I, I, I quit cold turkey. So I didn't drink anything. I didn't have a sip of anything. I had, uh, I had, I think, two Coronas in my refrigerator. And after I drunk those, I said, that's it. I said, that's it. And then, like, two days later, I went and got a bottle of liquor. And I said, ah, shit. Um, so then I realized I couldn't just quit cold turkey. So what did I what I ended up doing was at first I said I wasn't gonna spend any money on liquor. And that worked. That worked. Um and then I was presented with, you know, offers to drink and whatnot. And then I had to discipline myself and say no. Had to discipline myself and turn down drinks or to remove myself from certain areas and events to where I couldn't drink. Um, so, again, it's a process. Um... And it's a it's a it's a day to day process. It's definitely it's definitely not easy. Um, it's coming up on a year that I've been out of prison, so you know that that causes for celebration. And to be honest with you guys, I don't know if I'm gonna drink or not. I don't know. I might. I might not. Um, I know that it'll, it'll be presented to me, or by not. One thing I can say, one thing I can say about my friends, uh, emphatically, is that they do support me. They do push me to do better. I remember all those times that I, you know, that whole time that I was on probation and couldn't smoke. They didn't allow me to smoke. They would smoke, you know, all my friends smoked, so they would smoke crazy in front of me. And if I ever thought about reaching for a blunt, they'd slap my hand. Um, you know, they'd tell me, like, bro, don't be fucking stupid. You know, these people, people are, are, are ready to lock you up for nothing. Don't fucking give them a reason to lock you the fuck up. And um, I needed that. We all need friends like that. And I'm, I'm super fucking grateful that I had friends like that. Because everyone does not have friends like that. A lot of people have people around them that are enablers. That will... That will 
help them justify their bad behaviors. And I'm very thankful that I didn't have that around me. I always had people around me for the most part that pushed me to elevate and that pushed me to do better. Um, hence, part of the reason why I'm here, man. Shout out the whole crown team. Shout out Zoe, man. Shout out Cash. <laughs> Shout out Lala Soto. What's up, baby? Um, Shout out Butter, man. What's up, Butter? Um, Everyone that's on the team right now, everyone that was on the team before, Taz, Esther, Smurf, Dot, Long Live, Fab Man, Fab World, Wavy. I appreciate y'all all. Get what I'm saying? Because um, y'all all was instrumental in that phase and process of my life. And y'all are still instrumental in this phase of my life. There's been opportunities created for me to be better. And for my listeners, for my supporters, um, know that y'all see me at the forefront of this. But please understand that this is not all me. Yes, I create the content. Yes, I'm the face that you see the most. I'm the voice that you hear the most. But no, this is not. Crowned is not just Crown Soto. I'm Crown Soto, but I am not all of Crown. I'm a big part of it, absolutely. But it's not just me. It is not just me. I got a team of people around me. Shout out Scotty Grigio. That's my producer. That's my engineer. It's my it's my group partner. Um, but yeah, but I got a I got a a good solid team of supporters around me, and you know, excuse me. I I, I say all the time. I tell y'all all the time. Every time I reach another milestone, I say we reached another milestone because we did that. Because y'all in the trenches with me. Y'all y'all supporting me. And I thank y'all and I, I pray that y'all continue to support me and be with me on this journey to sobriety and just help me to continue to uplift myself and help me uplift others, including y'all and all y'all endeavors. And let's fucking win. <laughs> like, let's fucking win. You know what I'm saying? I was I was at group today and I was playing Trap House Blues. It's not even out yet. I just got it. Saved on a file on my phone and a freaking security guard heard it and came out and 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 listened and he like caught the back end of it and was like run that back bro I ran it back and he was like yo that shit's fire that shit's fire and like the whole group was going crazy I was playing it outside at break time for my car and it just was an amazing feeling to know, like, yo, they going crazy over something that I created. So please, man, do not stop supporting me. Do not stop encouraging me. Do not stop uplifting me. Even when I'm fucking hard-headed and don't want to listen and as stubborn as I am, don't stop. Because I promise you, I need it. I promise you. And for those of y'all who are listening, those people out there that have a dream, that, that, that have a vision, get up off your ass and go chase it. Even if you got to chase that shit when don't nobody believe that shit. If the people can't see what you see when you see it, how you see it, 
still go get that shit because I'm telling you, if it's meant for you to have, you're going to get it. It's not going to happen overnight. <clears throat> I posted on my uh, Facebook page about a week ago a video of me making a vlog 12 years ago, uh, 11 years ago, back in 2011, 2012, me making a vlog on YouTube and it got like a hundred views or something like that, but that's a hundred views in 10, 11 years. But it just gave me more motivation because let me know I've been doing this. I didn't really get no traction then, but I'm getting crazy traction right now with everything that I'm doing for my music, for my poems, my podcast, my books. I got a clothing line relaunching real soon, man. Crown Fits is coming real soon. I'm telling you, I'm on a I'm on a mission. I'm on a fucking mission to take over the world. To take over the world. And I gotta I gotta get it. I gotta get it. I got kids, man. And it's like I wanna leave a legacy. I wanna leave something to my kids. Besides a name, besides a last name, besides some memories, I want something tangible. I want them to be able to, when I take my last breath and they put me in that mausoleum, I want them to be able to say, my daddy did that. My daddy did that. When I take my last breath, I don't want to have not one regret. I don't even want to be sad that I'm dying because I want to be happy that I did everything that I was supposed to do. I did everything that I wanted to do and I did it to the best of my ability. I did it. I did it at the highest level. And that's what Crown is all about. Getting that shit about the mud and doing it at the highest level. You know what I'm saying? Being the best you that you can be every single day. I don't mean you got to act like you don't got no problems or you have to 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 act as if life is hunky dory or nothing like that. But you definitely every day got to wake up and push yourself. Like I said, if don't nobody else push you, you got to push yourself. If you don't got no support system, you be your fucking support system. If you don't got no best friend, you be your best friend. You talk yourself up out that bed every morning. You talk yourself about that situation. You got this, dog. You got it. Even if you don't know how you're going to get it, you figure it out. Because it starts by getting up. You ain't going to get nothing by laying there. Only people that I know that get shit laying down is hoes. Whores. Motherfuckers that sell themselves. If you want to be one of those, hey. And even in those situations, you only get what motherfuckers give you. You know what I'm saying? Me, I get up and I go get that shit every day. I get up and I go get that shit every day. I push myself every single day to go get it. Because I'm me. If you know me, you you probably... My favorite quote this year, if I hear any of y'all using this, you got to pay me. I've been hearing... I've been saying this shit all fucking year, man. I'm him. I'm not them. And that ain't no... That ain't no shade to nah person. Nah, they not a person, but... I'm him. I'm not them. I'm not y'all. I'm me. I'm a one and none. There is no other Soto. There is no other me. 
I'm the one and only Chucky Soto from the Voodoo Valley, baby. If you don't know, get in tune. And that's really how I'm coming. That's really how I'm stepping. And I'm going to go about me. I got some people that's going to go about me, but trust and believe I'm going to go about me. I'm going to step this shit out. I'm going to stomp on everything I got to stomp on because why not? I deserve it. I deserve it. And it's in me. I got it already. I just got to go get it. They print money every day. You got to go get it. They make opportunities every day. It's doors. It's obstacles. This shit that's in the way. But that's cool. You figure a way around that. They shut that door. You kick that motherfucker down. You climb in a window. You find somebody that got a, they got a key. You sneak in after them, but you get yourself in there. You get up in there and you do what you got to do to do it. Because one of the saddest things in life is to be at that end of this 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 journey called life and have regrets. To be at the, the end of this journey and know that you didn't get what was destined for you because you didn't get up and go get it. So if y'all take anything from this podcast or any of my other podcasts or anything that I put out, know this. You got to get up and you got to go get it, man. That's why I jacked that fearless and bold. You, that's why I jacked that fearless and bold tag. It's in, it's in memory of my, of my great brother, man, Richard Javier, man, Fab Brim. But it's also how I'm choosing to live life now. To face that shit fearlessly and boldly. Stand up. Being fearless is not meaning... That you that you act crazy or 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 or, or you move and make ill-advised decisions. It's just that whatever you decide to do, that you step in, you step into that shit with no fear. That you fully accept and embrace any consequence and repercussions and any blessing that come with it. And that's what I'm gonna do. I posted this morning. My first post this morning was. Everybody always asks God why them when something bad happens to them. Nobody asks God why them when they get blessed. You get what I'm saying? So it's like you just got you gotta go get it. Like I said, man, you gotta you gotta go get it. You gotta continue to push yourself, man. Keep your foot on these people's neck and don't give up. Don't give up. Don't give in, man. Never been, never forward. Um, I'm going to let y'all go. I've been up here. It's probably my longest podcast ever <laughs> to date. Um, for, my lo- for my new listeners, if you don't have me on any socials, follow me. Um, Facebook, I'm Crown Soto. That's K-R-W-N-D-S-O-T-T-O. You'll, you'll see a picture, a black and white picture of me turned to my side profile. Um, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, Snapchat, Crown Soto 240. That's K-R-W-N-D-S-O-T-T-O, the number 240. You'll find me. Again, you can find me on now. You can find this podcast on Apple Podcasts. You can find it on Spotify. You can find it on Anchor. If you want to check out my poetry, you can look at uh, my, my Facebook or you can check me out on WordPress. 
That's WordPress, W-O-R-D-P-R-E-S-S dot com backslash Elite Mind Soto. If you want to purchase my book, which is called Age Ain't Nothing But a Number 1 and Age Ain't Nothing But a Number Part 2 Twan Story, you can find that on Amazon. Just type in my name, Crown Soto. Again, that's K-R-W-N-D-S-O-T-T-O. And it'll be there. I'm open to do collabs. I'm open to I'm open to do uh, poetry slams. I'm open to do music with people. I'm open to do shows. I'm open to work. If you got a positive agenda, if you pushing positivity and you pushing upliftment and you pushing growth and you pushing anything that's positive, I'm with it. I'm with it. If you pushing. So you pushing that negativity, you pushing bullshit and, and, and beef and, 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 and just division. I'm not for none of that. I ain't for none of that because I did that already. I really did that and I'm tired of it. So now I'm doing something different and I'm doing something that I feel like is better. I really feel like I'm reaching people again, man. I, I definitely think y'all supporters. I definitely think y'all for... um. Just pouring into me. Please don't stop. Y'all look out for me, man. I'm 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 coming with some new new shit coming soon. Um so yeah, tap into anything, man. Y'all y'all stay crowned up, man. Y'all stay fearless and bold and y'all keep doing y'all thing, man. Thank you for supporting. One.